Hello, welcome to episode 191 of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And today we're doing Cube Corner, Dominaria United. Ooh, what everyone was waiting for. I, sh- I know, the people, gotta give the people what they want. Hey, I'm stoked about this episode. I love talking about your cube. So. The fun thought, thought experiment that uh, not everyone has the pleasure of delving into, so. Yeah, so we, we're going to talk about the changes that came to the cube um, from Dominaria United and a few changes that came because of Dominaria United. Excellent. So, uh, if you want to like interact with us on uh, social media, tell us uh, what cards I should put in my cube. You can uh, find all those links in the description below, or in the description. Yeah. yeah. If there's any sort of uh, you know pet card you have that you think would fit one of the archetypes, absolutely let us know. Um, if you want to support the show or pick up any of these cards for your own cube or cards for a cube of your own. Um, we would appreciate if you use our TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryardmtg.com. Uh, follow that link over to TCG player and anything you purchase, will get a percentage of to help keep the show going. If you want to support us more directly, patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg, and you get access to a whole nother show of us. That's, uh, basically just more of us. There's no, it's not scripted. We have no idea what we're talking about. It's just kind of us making sure our computers haven't broken and catching up for like an hour before the show starts. Uh, but patrons get to listen to that. They also get access to our show notes and you get put on my mailing list for when I have cool stuff to send out. So patreon.com slash casual MTG. If you like what we do, chip a couple bucks in and get access to all that cool stuff. Yeah. We also have a YouTube channel, casual triad MTG on YouTube. Brian's been posting up his draft videos. If you want to check those out, head on over there. Some great content. Yeah. Make sure you check them out. And you can watch this episode on our YouTube channel, complete with our smiling faces and the cool cards that we make. I haven't changed them in a couple weeks, though. They're still still the custom cards I made for Brian and myself. So check them out. The the best card that we could make for me, so I'm I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, I think my card's pretty sweet. Yeah, yours has way more text than mine. Lots of text, yeah, and no casting cost. <laughs> Means you're, it's got to be good, right? You're, you're Asmo, <laughs> <laughs> basically. Slightly less letters in my name, though. Slightly less. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So is that everything? Yeah, I don't think we have anything else, do All we? Right. I don't think so. All right, so we'll have in the description, if you're interested, a link to uh, the cube. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, it is the thing that I am simultaneously most uh, excited for each set and like a little frustrated because they just keep power creeping all the cards out of it. <laughs> I have a makes you think though. It does. It does. I have like a big box of probably a hundred or 150 cards that like had been thought about for the cube or were in the cube but have been taken out. Mm-hmm. And I've I've joked that I'm going to make a pre fire cube. <laughs> That is just cards, like, up until, like, fire design. So, like, everything from War of the Spark, uh, everything before War of the Spark yeah. would be, like, fair game. And just be like, here, we can play Magic like we used to play Magic. 
And then yep. we can have this cube over here that is modern magic. So I had another thought that we probably should have talked about on the pre-show instead of the actual show. That's fine. So go. do you want me to save it for next week or you want yeah, to do it now? Yeah, let's just go. So I was thinking if we made our own arena cube, we could draft it on Cube Cobra and then play it on Arena. That could be like a, it would be a smaller experience, but that'd be like a, a fun thing to do that could be like a, uh, uh, like a, a, a tournament on the weekend or something, like just like yeah. you and me and like six loyal patrons or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, this is a good idea. Kind of like, cool, could, right? We could make an arena cube. Like half my cube is already on arena, uh, <laughs> just because thanks of the fire design. Yeah, just thanks fire design. Exactly. So it wouldn't take too too much uh, yeah. to to make that a reality. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, and that could we, be uh... another fun project where we make like just the the cube Kilbra arena cube, and we just have to work on that every set. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I'd have to pay attention to the like I have to like actually read all the Baldur's Gate cards. Oh no. Ugh. Oh maybe. No. maybe hey, there's we just some, forget they exist. There's some in the cube. It's fine. There's a couple that like we're fine. Uh so uh we'll talk about the archetypes. Something that I value in the cube, rightly or wrongly, is like cards with flexibility. Mm-hmm. Like I have the archetypes, but cards that do multiple things or like the kicker cards that we have in this set that are effectively split cards. Right. Like I, I value those because they let someone who's drafting the cube do things I didn't think of doing because mm-hmm. they have this flexibility that like, you know, Terra Center is like in the green deck. It is like you can play it in mono green is just like a way to as a sideboard card. Mm-hmm. But like if you're like some rockish control deck, Right, it's just a hard removal spell, and like yeah. I don't have a rockish control deck, but you could probably put one together, and this is a I card that so. helps that. Mm-hmm. So there are definitely some cards that like fill that role of like I do multiple things, mm-hmm. and I've tried to take out some of the redundancy. Uh, like, you know, I had this time I think Goblin Instigators got cut because I already had like Mog War Marshal. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Which you know what, it's the, like Mog War Marshal could be better, could be worse, but like, yeah. it's kind of the same card. So like, try to make the, make all the decks work, but make sure that like, you're not just drafting the exact same deck, like mm-hmm. every single time, like, oh, I'm like red, white. And so I have the exact same deck because I yeah. have, because there's multiples of the same thing. So this is a. Just to kind of start out with, before we start talking about the archetypes, this is a peasant cube. Yep, just commons and uncommons, yep. and it is um, all all cards. So yep. basically it is a a legacy cube. I, I don't have any power floating around at the uncommon spot. <laughs> uh, but so it's a, it's a legacy cube, commons and uncommons, and I've tried to... Uh, I guess power creep helps this, right? I've tried to make it as powerful as I can because the thing I like about cube is mm-hmm. getting to do powerful, interesting things. Yep. So I didn't want it to just be like, you know, Dominaria Limited or like, you know, 
some other like slow limited format where you're like just a bunch of like four or five staring at each other. Mm-hmm. Right. So modern modern design where commons are a wall of text uh, helps that to some degree. So every um, archetype has or every color pair has a main archetype. Mm-hmm. Um that is that I've tried to support through the gold cards as well. Okay. Um, so like blue white is uh, what I think the funnest thing to do in blue white is is which is blink. Certainly so, better than the uh, typical blue white flyers. Yeah. So it's blink. So there's a bunch of creatures that ETB do a thing. Uh, enablers in like both. Um, blue and white, like ghostly flicker and ephemerate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have, uh, of course it's blue white, so you can play a control deck with it. Mm-hmm. And there is like a secret kind of like third archetype of like blue white artifacts matter. Okay. Cause blue red is an artifacts matter thing. So you've got the blue cards mm-hmm. and green white is to is plus one, plus one counters. So I've used a lot of the, um, modify white creatures that are uh, okay. modular, sorry, white creatures yep. that are artifacts as well. So, like, cool. it takes, like, three, I have, like, three cards that, like, care about artifacts or, like, let you fetch up artifacts when you come into play. So, Glittonous Crane and uh, Ingenious Smith. Yep. So, like, it's like, oh, like, I have these cards and these work and so there's an artifact kind of sub-theme. Black-white is just aristocrats uh basically that's what the description is it's just aristocrat yep, it is exactly what you think of there's like all the classic common and uncommon like enablers mm-hmm. blood uh blood artist uh Zillaport cutthroat oh what is the vampire the one drop oh gosh viscerous here so just all of that and then a bunch of the um oh gosh uh not undying the, what was what? Persist. Not ah oh gosh, it was from uh, guilds. They 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 die into one ones or one whatever. Oh um, yeah yeah, that mechanic. That mechanic. So Af- a bunch of life. No, not after no, life. A bunch of a bunch of creatures that die into other little creatures. A lot of yeah. doom traveler type cards. Or Zev Enforcer. What was that? Or is it death touch? Wasn't a death. It was a one-two one, two death, death toucher touch that with... dies into a one-one. Yeah. But I forget what the mechanic was called. <laughs> really good job on naming. Um, yeah. It doesn't kind of have that like secret other archetype. Uh, then there's red white, which is go wide. But I also get, there's a lot of artifact stuff in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also looked to make sure that there could be like an artifact deck as well to go with the white cards that had modular there's like a a red white uncommon from uh modern horizons 2 that puts a plus one plus one counter on like every artifact creature you control so like you can be go wide you can do some like more artifact focused things and i also have my uh uh, pet card uh, trash for treasure so like in red white you have trash for treasure and then you have refurbish Mm-hmm. So you could also be some like weird like red white like artifact specific reanimator deck, mm-hmm. right? Like you could get those two cards and just be like, oh, there's some big dumb artifacts to put in the play. That that's fun. Yep. 
Uh, green white is counters. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some ways to go infinite with different things. I have, uh, oh gosh, uh, devoted druid and uh, vizier of remedies, yep. and like kitchen finks and vizier kitchen of remedies finks. as well. Yeah. So like in black white, you could like vizier kitchen finks and a sack outlet and gain infinite life. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also a slight landfall theme. And there's a lot of like landfall and like the green adjacent uh, colors, yeah. right? So there's a bunch of landfall creatures that landfall put a plus one plus one counter on themselves. Mm -hmm. So they so there's like two in white, and then there's a couple green ones. So you could also like be the counter. Canyon Jabroa is that mm -hmm. one of them. Uh, Canyon the little mouse looking thing. Canyon Jabroa gives everything plus one plus one. Oh, so not counters. Not counters, but he yeah. stayed in because he works in like. If you're like red, white, go wide, he's just like mm -hmm. a little anthem for you. Yep. Or if you're like a green, white tokens deck, he's a little anthem for you. Yep. Um, blue, black is another one that has like a bunch of things going on. Blue, black has ninjas as it's like base archetype. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, all, all the ninjas from Kamigawa, old and new that are good, and some that are like, <laughs> I need a ninja. Uh, and then you also have like, you know, counters and removal to be controlling. And then there's also a bunch of support for reanimator. Mm -hmm. So like there's big dumb idiots that you can reanimate. So like and like all the good reanimation spells. So exhume mm -hmm. and uh animate dead. So those yep. are that's uh again another one you can do a lot of things in. Blue red is like artifacts matter so a bunch of creatures that like make artifacts so things from like uh kaladesh and aether revolt like uh world of virtual world of virtuoso thopt uh oh gosh what is his name maverick thopter oh yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. and um then like in blue you have the uh world was it not uh whirler rogue that makes two one ones mm -hmm. in yep. blue and then i made sure that a bunch of the blue creatures ETB and make an artifact. Mm -hmm. So they work as blink things that you want to blink. And they give you artifacts for like your blue red artifact thing. So there's uh, all of those. And I have the same things in red. Yeah. And then there's some affinity payoffs where you make all these artifacts and then get to do some stuff on the cheap. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, a little bit of a kind of go wide though, right? It can go wide. It can go tall. It can do like, I, again, like it'd be, you know, if someone had like blue, red, go wide, I'd be mm -hmm. like, oh, I didn't think like that was kind of there, but I didn't see that as like the archetype. That's fun. Yeah. So Well, I mean, if you have a lot of things that like make mm -hmm. bodies and also care about like the number of artifacts, it's kind of like go wide kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um. And then blue-green was, like, just ramp. Mm -hmm. And then they printed the new Tatiova. <laughs> You're looking to change that a little bit? So it's still ramp, but I wanted to focus more on playing additional lands. Okay. So Kind of less dork, more, like, land ramp. Mm -hmm. So, like, I cut, like, Land of War Visionary for, was it Elvish Rejuvenator? Mm-hmm. And then, because uh, a lot of the ramp was like, you know, the stuff from Strixhaven that was like, yeah. you know, put it, this comes into play, put a land on the battlefield. Yeah. Uh, so 
It's like, okay, I will lean more into that than like dorks. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's still like the mana dorks, so you could just be mono green and not embarrass yourself. And then green black is like dredge graveyard matter stuff. Um, pet archetype. We all we all we all know what what I'm here for. Um, <laughs> Did you make it playable though? I don't know. It seems like this archetype is always bad. It does. I don't know. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> um, and then I have like uh, red black. This is the second version of the cube. So this is the red black with madness version. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had been goblins in this slot, but madness is more fun. Yeah. So, a uh, bunch of madness cards, discard for value. There's a few cards from this set that help support that. And then like red green was the hardest, like red green has been the hardest thing for wizards to figure out what it wants to do. Mm-hmm. It's usually just big, dumb idiots. Basically. So red green here is like the landfall deck. So the problem is, is like we've had landfall as the red green mechanic in a couple sets Mm -hmm. and there's not a lot of great cards. So I I did my best. Um, I wonder, I mean, it it would mess up like the whole cube because all right. So to go off on a little tangent, one of the things I like about your cube is that like all of your, color pair archetypes overlap with each other mm-hmm. so that like you can go three color like there's a three color archetype like for, for each of them th- that works with like both sides yeah uh, so if you change an archetype it makes it difficult because you're changing not just the color pair archetype but also like whatever the three color archetype mm-hmm. that it overlaps with um like i believe that there's cards, but could you do like a red green Ponza style where instead of like just landfall, you could like ramp a little bit, blow up some lands a little bit. So the reason I didn't want to, I, I only have a handful of cards that can destroy lands kind of inadvertently mm-hmm. is like, if you sit down to like play a cube, mm-hmm. like I think the last thing you would have happened to you is like your mana base get blowed up stone rain on turn two off of mana dork and then creeping mold on turn (laughs) on turn three like that's just like not fun yeah so like i wanted to prioritize like making sure that like when you played you'd be like oh i want to do that again well i mean it kind of has a natural foil in the uh, blue green deck though it does it does and like a lot of your other archetypes aren't super mana hungry we we could we could investigate that. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's a good idea or not. Yeah, but it, it would be like an interesting archetype that's not typical. It'd be an interesting thing to like kind of build out and see what it would look like. Yeah. Right. What is that? Uh, stupid goblin that comes in and blows up land if you kicked it. Oh yeah. Um, you have this whatever like, his it's name like is. a two drop or whatever. Yeah. You uh, kick it for two extra. It's in historic, right? It is in historic. Yeah. There we go. There, there's there's the arena, the arena <laughs> in Stone Rain's there. It is. There you go. The the arena archetype could be red green. So yeah, I tried to make it so like you could kind of like mush different archetypes together because mm-hmm. I think that's what like when like 
draft and stuff is fun. Like there's there's yeah. guardrails enough that you can kind of do like you could just like draft green white and like have a good deck. But mm-hmm. if you're like, oh, like here's this good red card or this good blue card, I can kind of like make that all kind of work together. Yeah. And like I tried to pick cards that like crossed archetypes like the like the landfall creatures in white to get yeah. plus one plus one counters it's like oh i could be green white landfall i could be bant landfall but i these also work in the main archetype mm-hmm. where it gets a little more rigid is the gold cards because a lot of the gold cards really like uh tack to their their uh their archetype yeah right there's there are some that are like more clear like i think green white i think all but like one or two like of the 10 cards are like go are, are counters cards but then you have like blue black where it's just like yeah there's some tempo-y stuff there's yeah. some controly stuff it's kind of whatever so some unblockable stuff some, some unblockable guys stuff. for ninjas exactly yeah. you just kind of have all it's like kind of a hodgepodge of things yeah. so uh when i made the changes in the cube i did not make them in such a way that they lined up nicely to like talk about. Uh, oh, so fine. we'll, 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 we'll just muddle our way through. So uh, the first change I made was Micromancer in. Uh, oh, and one more, one more thing. So this is something that uh, Brad had tweeted about, about how it's super hard to keep the cube like a consistent size. Yeah. And I was like, you have to be strong. And every time you want to put a card in, you have to find the card that leaves. Right. So, like, it sucks, but you have to be like, no, I want to do this for this reason. Make the move. So everything's one for one. The color balance, in my opinion, stayed the same. So Cube Cobra counts the kicker cards with a different color as being multicolor. I count. So, like, if you look at, like, the the like mul- the gold cards mm-hmm. like the true gold cards um are all 10 and i think the only there's a couple that like split cards that was like you're gold enough for me uh but the gold cards are all 10 but the numbers are off because they put the like frexian gotcha. missionaries of the world into the orzov slot as opposed to being white right but everything's like the exact same as it was count wise like in terms of like how many cards can you just cast with planes in your deck did not change so micromancer for wing splicer so i talked about how i have a bunch of cards that etb and make artifact creatures Mm -hmm. and um wing splicer was just another one of those there was no like underlying golem support there's not i don't have like (laughs) A golem sub sub theme, uh, so I thought Micromancer was good because in the blink decks, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you, you get, get your ephemerate or whatever. Exactly. I thought about cutting. Oh gosh, momentary blink mm-hmm. with like the flashback for Cloud Shift because I think Cloud Shift is one mana, right? Yeah, I think so. So there was just another thing for Micromancer to go get in the blink deck, mm-hmm. but also if you're a control player. Right, it gets you swords, it gets you path, it gets you brainstorm. Right, it yep. gets you all of your like all the spells that you would want. So it kind Do you of any of the black one mana removal in here. Uh, I have fatal, fatal push, push or cut down or whatever. 
I don't have Cacti. I definitely have Fatal Push. Yeah. Um, Lightning Bolt. Mm, Bolt. So unless you get all of those cards as well. Mm-hmm. So like it's good across multiple archetypes. And Wing Splicer. I already had uh, Whirler Rogue in there as well as a four mana thing that makes artifacts. Yeah, there's only so many of them you can yeah. play. So that goes back to the like less redundancy. Yeah. Um, it's a sad day for the uh, Dark Steel. Uh, I think it's Dark Steel or Mirrodin raised the alarm. Yeah. Because it got replaced with Resolute Reinforcements. <laughs> yep. Which is effectively the same card. Mm-hmm. But uh, so it still works exactly the same in the Red White Go Wide decks. Mm-hmm. But you can blink it. Right. So, again, now it can cross multiple archetypes. And, like, if you're blue-white blink and you see Raise the Alarm, you don't want that card. Right. But you might want Resolute Reinforcements. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Goblin Instigator uh, went, the w- uh, went the way of the Dodo for Sprouting Goblin. Fits into the... Uh landfall land matters archetypes Mm -hmm. and uh playing it and like getting to pay a red and like sack lands to draw a card felt real good Mm -hmm. as well click clear down at the bottom of that wall of text uh that that seemed good (laughs) yeah has another ability has another ability because you know 2022 fire um and like there's kranko's command hordling outburst mog uh War Marshal, there's a bunch of cards that do Goblin Instigator, and there was no Sprouting Goblin. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a lot of, like, red-green cards that want you to, like, that do landfally things. Mm-hmm. But there aren't as many, like, ways to Pay get... Off. Yeah, like, or enablers, right? There's a lot of things yeah. that are like, hey, like, um, what is the, whatever, the, the red-green 1-1 one, one haste guy that gets plus 2, plus 2? On landfall, uh, brushfire elemental. Yeah, right. Like brushfire elemental into turn three sprouting goblin. Yeah, right. That's pretty good. You, it's a five five. Like okay, now you've got like now you're like your landfall deck looks like reasonable, mm-hmm. as opposed to, uh, you know, not being able to hit that like fourth land quickly. Um, just to go with the blue green, like land like lands entering the battlefield matter. I put in Joint Exploration and cut Rain of Revelation. Okay. Rain was... So this may or may not... Like, Rain was there to, you know, kind of help enable reanimator stuff. Mm-hmm. But also, like, there's Factor Fiction, which right. is not... Doesn't do reanimator things. There's kind of enough discard outlets from the black cards for uh, uh, Madness and, like, Careful Study. But, like two four mana draw card things seemed a little redundant. Mm-hmm. And again, like because it's got that green kicker, it goes in the blue green deck, but it also can just be like in a blue red archetype. Yeah. It's a cantrip for, mm-hmm. you know, whatever archetype wants that. Yeah. Cause I guess, Oh yeah. Blue red secretly has a blue red spells matter because you no way that. Yeah. You, you just fall backwards into that. Like, I was like, I don't want to do that. And, like, at the end, it's like, oh, I guess I have, like, if you draft these six cards, you just are the spells deck. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you win. It's there whether you want it or not. Yeah. It, yeah. It's like, I have all the best blue cantrips and lightning bolt and chain lightning. I guess I have the blue red <laughs> spells deck. Yeah. Um, 
General's Enforcer was like a card that didn't really have a home. Right? Okay. Like black white cards in general are weird. There aren't like mm. a lot that like are like, oh, this card's like really good. And it was there because I was like, well, I guess four mana to exile a card from a graveyard can give you a little a bit of yeah, it can give you a little bit of play if like the reanimator decks are good. But uh Aaron Benelli's Ruin mm-hmm. is uh just a ridiculous magic card. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that you don't have the other one on here also. I I couldn't figure out what to cut. Like, it's not like, do you want it or, com- or Cruel Celebrant? Right? Like, I feel like they're the same. They're similar. They're similar cards. Um, I mean, I think you want it, right? Like, you, it, Cruel Elias. Celebrant. Elias. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah. Cool Celebrant drains on Sack, mm-hmm. and uh, Elias just pings on Sack, but gains life when it's something ETB. So I guess I, I wasn't sure. I went kind of back and forth yeah. if, like, Cruel Celebrant is better. So I stuck with Cruel Celebrant, but there is an argument for that. I think I, I, think I bought one to just have in case I changed my mind at some point. There's more text on that card, isn't there? I, I thought it was just uh, when a creature on your side ETBs gain a life, and when one of your creatures dies, your opponent loses one life. I thought there was more text. Maybe I might I'm be wrong. You might be right. I'm not 100% sure. But, like, Aaron gives you a sack outlet for black-white sack stuff. Also, like, the back black-white deck can inadvertently go wide because you just have a bunch of, like, little bodies. Mm-hmm. So it gives you the flexibility to like maybe like turn aggro in a turn or two, yeah. And like you could splash it into like red white or like you know a green white kind of go wide deck because it like ca- gives you counters, yeah. So it does a lot of different things. Um, Death Sprout, I know one of your one of your cards, but Death Sprout Death Sprout went went away because it's kind of. Uh, just binding of the old gods. Yeah, kind of. And so I had two. I had two of those effects, and to help with the black white, the, the black green um, graveyard deck to try to make it playable, uh, um, <laughs> I got Erg Spawn of Turg. Uh, so the also zero, randomly fits into lands decks. Mm-hmm, the O uh, five, well, the Star five that. Um, uh, lets you basically surveil one each turn, mm-hmm. and then has power has power equal to the number of uh, lands in your graveyard, and lets you sack lands because like with a Dakmore Salvage or something, just like go nuts. Yep. Um, so that was there, and again, Desperate was like a, a a like just kind of redundant card. It was a yeah a rock card. Yeah, it was a rock card, and I already had a rock card. Speaking yeah. of rock cards. Um, Speaking of. So I put in Terra Sunder for Wilt. Okay. So in terms of the one and a green part of Terra Sunder and the one and a green part of Wilt are kind of the same card. Mm-hmm. Um, I put Terra Sunder in because it also is a rock card of exile anything. Yeah. So kind of does Death Sprout's job as well. I can see that. 
The downside is like I don't know how important the cycling is. Like will hopefully is just a sideboard card. Mm. Right? So if you bring it in, you're probably not cycling in a way. The only downside is Terra Sunder. I have the artifact, indestructible artifact lands. So Terra Sunder uh... is the second card that lets you exile an artifact. So you could just get the person who played the artifact lands is fixing. So you inadvertently put Ponza in as an archetype? So there's Terra Sunder and there's um, Forsake the Worldly, the yeah. three mana white one that exile target artifact or enchantment cycle mm -hmm. to. So I do have, you can punish the greedy artifact land player who wants to like <laughs> play uh, uh, gear, uh, gear Serpents for, uh, Gear Seeker Serpents for like two mana. So. But, like, I figured it does Death Sprout, it does Wilt, right? You can play mm -hmm. it in Mono Green, or you get, like, an added bonus if you're black. Yep. Back to white cards. Midnight Guard was a carryover for when I had a bunch of, like, um, cards that, like, made creatures when you tap them. Right? Like, so there was a couple... Um, I mean, Midnight Guard's kind of a combo piece, but if you don't have anything that works with it, so it really I had do I had the combos in, and then I was like, the rest of this is so powerful, like these three card like combos where like one of the pieces is like, um, in an, a, a creature enchantment mm -hmm. that you have to like tap, yeah, is probably not good enough. So I put Banala Sleeper in in that spot. It fits in nicely with the Aristocrats archetype. And I also, like, have tried to make the monocolor decks workable. And mm -hmm. it is just, like, a three, a two-mana 3-1, which, yep. like, a mono-white deck wouldn't, like, isn't super pumped about, but is not, like, embarrassing. Right. So it just kind of, like, gives it that flexibility. Then, so blue-green, like I said, was ramp, but I wanted to make it focus more on lands because of Tatiova. So Guy or Engineer went away. Right, just like three mana taps for blue green, just give mm -hmm. me Tatiova, Steward of Tides, and now we've got five mana Tatiova, three mana Tatiova, and a bunch of like grow Let's spirals. Go. Yeah, grow yeah. spirals and Eureka One moments. Exploration. Yeah, just all this stuff that's gonna let you play extra lands. Mm -hmm. um, Seems reasonable. So, Blood Rage Brawler was a I need a discard outlet for. Uh, madness, mm -hmm. but it didn't seem good that you had to like pay two mana, only get to do right. it once. So then they gave us Goblin Picker, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is like maybe it should be rubbishing Goblin, but I'm like, well, it's a two mana two two. It can't ever be that bad. And then just one mana discard, draw a card. Seems like a reasonable Madness enabler. Mm -hmm. Um. Fading Hope became Rona's Vortex. Okay. So they're effectively the same thing. Uh with the one with the blue cost, right? They both bounce a thing to their owner's hand. Mm -hmm. Rona's Vortex gets planeswalkers. It does. But you lose the scry on Fading Hope. And there are mm -hmm. a few planeswalkers. But then if you're like blue black control. It's just a removal spell. Yeah. So again, like, if you're the blue-red deck, it's Fading Hope. 
Right. If you're the ninja's deck, it's fading hope on turn three, and on turn five, it's just hard removal. Removal spell. Yeah, so it kind of does double duty. Yep. Flexibility. Flexibility. Remember when Storm Chaser Mage was amazing? And we you all remember thought that when card... I saw like standard play? Yeah. Uh, so it's in there because, again, you can't help but be blue-red spells. Right. But I thought Balmor, Battle Mage Captain, was just better. better. in like every way. Yes. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, I give all my thing, make all my things bigger? <laughs> I should probably go with that. So that Seems was just good. like a pure power level switch. Uh, so red green we talked about being like the landfall, like landfall, mm-hmm. and Zerta Goblin was just a red green creature. <laughs> Basically, yeah, it didn't really serve any other purpose, right? No, no, like you could squint and be like, oh, if there's a Naya uh, counters yeah. deck, it's like no, but Relic Mons Warren Chief. I really like this guy. This guy is a house. Yeah. And like will inadvertently like attack and put a land on the battlefield and then like trigger mm-hmm. all of your landfall stuff. Yep. Your opponent's like, oh, I can totally. Bl- oh, no, I can't now. Like everything got bigger. <laughs> yep. So I figured like that was just a good thing fed off of like the, the support of the lands, landfall archetype. Yeah. Um, and it also like kind of fits well into some sort of Naya token go wide deck too. Mm-hmm. Makes tokens, or yeah. like if you're a teamer and you want another way to get landfall triggers, because mm-hmm. only one yep. red. Um, star pupil. Like I had like two other one mana. Uh, cares about counters things, or comes mm-hmm. in with a counter, cards like the uh, the modern horizons like modular creatures. Mm-hmm. And since they secretly also helped like blue green artifacts or sorry, blue yeah. white artifacts and uh red white artifacts, Star People was the one that had to go. Mm-hmm. And I have no reason to like Phyrexian Missionary as much as I do. <laughs> it's not like it's done amazing things for me in limited. But well, it's every- just a solid card. Like it's under costed on its front side. Mm-hmm. It's a two minute two three with lifelink. Yeah, and then like it sometimes is a grave digger. Sure, it has an extra point of toughness and lifelink. Yeah, like I just every time I play it, I'm like, this card is just so ridiculous. Like I don't, yeah. I don't understand. So I was like, well, if you were like mono white, you'd play a two three for two, no problem. Mm-hmm. If you're like control, it's a reasonable speed bump. To uh, make sure, you, like, it's, what, like, what is, uh, oh gosh, Gifted Aetherborn mm-hmm. is black, black for a 2-3 lifelink death touch. Yep. So, like, this loses death touch, but, like, Gifted Aetherborn is, like, a fine cube card. Right. And in this cube. So, mm-hmm. like, I this mean, it's just... a fine cube card in, like, normal cubes. Yeah, like, I think it actually shows up restricted. in, like, vintage cube sometimes. Yeah. And so this just seemed like a fine card to put in. Again, like, gives you flexibility. Like, you can draft it if you're the black-white sacrifice deck. You can draft it if you're some other deck that's just going to want to pull stuff out of the graveyard. Like, you could be Abzan Graveyard Matters and have this. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's also uh, Unburial Rights as a way to, like, if you yeah. go into three colors, to, like, oh, I can now play this for my graveyard. 
and get back my big creature. So this kind of does a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that's all the new cards. Okay. So those. Were... So next we have cards that uh, work with the new cards. Work with the new cards, or kind of fix some like weirdness. How about okay. that? Um, sure. So I already, talked, I already talked about Elvish Rejuvenator for Land of War yep. Visionary. Right. Makes it's, sense. Same casting cost, and you get to like change one version of ramp for another. Yeah, and like again, blue green, red green, all want that land to come into play. Mm-hmm. Um, so this. This was controversial in the casual uh, tryhard uh, uh, chat. Um, so I specifically didn't want red black to be a hard sacrifice deck. Yeah. But like I have Mayhem Devil and I think one other card that care about sacrifice. Well, I have Mayhem Devil and I have uh, uh, oh God, the Anvil. Mm-hmm. Right. Pony Anvil. Yeah. So I want it to be about. Uh, madness and i thought well i have jury master of uh was that review Mm -hmm. master of the review i had jury in there that cares about sacrifice but then i saw you play odds maker when we were (laughs) on and i was like oh that's like the perfect card to like enable madness yeah so i thought like if you were like drafting and you saw like mayhem devil and jury You'd be like, oh, red black is all about sacrifice. And like And then see a bunch of madness cards and like train wreck your draft and yeah, And be like, you know, and then not get like you you a hundred percent could put that deck together, right? Because like black gives you a bunch of like bodies that die into other bodies to support black right. white, and red has the go wide theme. But right. I was like, I kinda wanna push it more towards like you see like a jury and then you see like the madness terminate and you're like, Oh, I see how this is supposed to go. So I put, uh, I put odds maker in there to kind of make that a little clearer. Mm-hmm. Um, same with Marasa root grazer. Like I wanted like green white to be, you know, there are the, 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 the tools there to be landfall or to have a landfall theme to your like tokens deck or not tokens, mm-hmm. your plus one counter deck. But like Root Grazer just felt a little too heavy handed for that. Okay. So uh, we went we went back in time <laughs> and we found Juniper Order Ranger from Cold Snap. Oh, okay. So this isn't the card I thought it was then. I thought this was... Isn't there a new Juniper Order something that's like yeah, a red-green kicker card? It's a one and a white. Or white-green, yeah. And you kick it for green. No, yeah. this is... This is from Cold Snap. It's five mana. It's a two-four. And whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus-one, plus-one counter on that creature and a plus-one, plus-one counter on Juniper Order Ranger. Okay. So I was like... There's, there is, I have uh, Maja, uh, Balagad, is it Balagad? No, no Maja is from um, Kaldheim. Kaldheim. Bredegard, that's it, Bredegard Protector. It's so hard to keep all these, like, <laughs> random places they make up straight. And that card is, like, go wide, landfall go wide. Yeah. So, like, I kept, like, one card that could, like, if you were, like, oh, I took, like, three green-white uh, landfall cards and then I see this okay I can kind of do that but like Marasa Root, Root Grazer just didn't feel like exciting and like I don't know if this card's any better but it was more on theme 
and it's a cold snap card so hey yeah brownie points for cold snap <laughs> um i have boss race acolyte and lord if i remember the name of this card um let's see if i can find it uh boss race acolyte the four mana three four that puts two plus one plus one counters on something or plus one plus one counter on two things mm-hmm. but i also had oh god alharu solemn ritualist okay that uh is four mana for a three three or sorry five mana for a three three that has the same first line of text put a plus one plus one counter on up to two target creatures so they kind of like overlapped but then this guy says whenever a non-token creature control with a plus one plus one counter dies you get a one one spirit token oh and i was like well that's probably that's probably better like there are some like ravs in the format and so I was like, well, they kind of do the same thing, but then this one does more. Mm-hmm. It is one extra mana, but I already had a bunch of four drops. So it's like, this is probably better for for doing that. And then, uh, so then that became Soul of Migration. Okay, the, what's that? Uh, it's a seven mana, five white white for a two four flying uh, when it comes into play, you get two one one white bird tokens, but oh, okay. it evokes for three and a white. Uh, so it is a thing to blink in blue white. And it's like, also a thing that sacrifices in aristocrats. Yeah, so it does a lot of different things. I hadn't even thought about the aristocrats thing. I no. like this; it makes me look like I was even <laughs> planning things Genius. out even more, more than I did. Genius, yep. Jerry. Genius. Yep. And then. Titan off Rex was in there because it cycled and was like a reanimation target, but yeah. there's a bunch more discard since we I, I put in Madness. Mm-hmm. This is like so from you didn't the, really need it. I didn't really need it, and like I wanted to like help the like particularly the red green landfall archetype. I think mm-hmm. if blue green and red green probably are doing two different things, like blue green trying to get like really big and get yeah. paid off on the Tatiobas. And red green red green's just, more of an aggro. Yeah. So I put in embodiment of insight. So it's okay. the four and a green, four, four vigilance. Land creatures you control have vigilance. And landfall, a creature you control becomes a three three uh, until end of turn. It is still yeah. a land. Um still a it's land. funny. New Tatsyova just makes it a three three full stop. <laughs> the ones from uh Battle for Zendikar. We're like, just till the end of turn. We don't want this to get out of hand. Yeah. And Tatio was like, get out of hand. Just <laughs> go hard, get Forever. out of hand. So, like, these just kind of, like, I thought, like, helped the archetypes a little bit. And, like, yeah. embodiment. Even out of, the changes you made. Yeah. Embodiment of insight and, like, Elvish Rejuvenator helped support, like, the more landfally theme of, like, blue green and stuff like that. So, that is it. So, it yeah. is, I think I said this before, even if you're not going to build it, I think everyone should have, like, a cube with whatever, like, specifications they want. Because yeah. every set you care, because, like, every day I'd be like, oh, are there any, like, ridiculous cube cards in yeah. in this, like, in yesterday's deck dump, or the card dump during yeah. previous season? It makes season. you care about every card. And, like... Even, um, like, the last day of previews is usually, like, who cares? It's, like, the draft stuff. 
and it was like and it's like ooh is there anything in the draft stuff that i could like play so like it makes you care about all the cards which is Mm -hmm. fun as opposed to just caring about the like what are the like undercosted uh beaters that are going to get played in standard right right so like that's that is a lot of fun and a lot more interesting than uh than just having to care about the rares all the time. Mm-hmm. No, so. it's cool. I dig it. So, well, one like day, I said, it's kind of a fun thought experiment too. Like one day we will uh, have to. Uh, I'll have to actually play actually the draft cube. the thing. Actually draft the thing. Yes, as uh, as yeah. opposed to just like constantly tinkering with it without any data. <laughs> that's always the best way to tinker with something is with no data oh it, it, yeah like that's that's how you're supposed to run an experiment right you just never you just like it's all vibes like and feel and like hey this feels good this i think this is, yeah this feels great so yeah, yeah. that's exactly Perfect. how things are supposed to go could not go wrong could could not be wrong at any of these any of these assumptions that i'm making yep. maybe secretly black green is the best best archetype in the uh in the cube well, we may never know <laughs> We may never know. Um, but yeah, it's, and like I said, it is, I think, uh, uh, I think Brad was like, is anyone else frustrated that you have to put in like 14 new cards in your cube, like every new standard <laughs> set? And it's like a little, but I don't know. Kind like, of fun too. It is fun. And like I said, I like doing like the powerful thing and yep. like seeing cards work together that you would otherwise would never like see together. Mm-hmm. and so that is like that is like the power level just like slowly keeps creeping up yeah uh oh and i forgot about the uh uh i don't actually have it in the archetype description but there's okay. storm never forget there's storm <laughs> there's always storm there's like i think it takes up like 20 cards in the queue but you can storm off hard <laughs> What's your payoff? Uh, all of them. Okay. Uh, I have empty. Oh, right? like actual storm payoffs. Oh yeah, I have empty the Warrens, uh, grape shot, galvanic relay, and chatterstorm. Chatterstorm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh yeah, like y- you, you can storm off. Like you don't have a you don't have like the zero mana mana rocks, yeah. But like, uh, you've got oh gosh, I noticed there were rituals in there. Yeah, you've got dark ritual, cabal ritual. Oh, so I could not figure out for the life of me how I only had three cabal rituals oh, in my one's box because one's in the cube. It makes perfect sense now. Because I was like, go. I was like, I could have like. Cabal Ritual is a card I have five of. I've played Storm and Legacy. How do I not have five of... How do, how do I have four of these? This is so confusing. But, like, yeah. And then, like, all the red rituals. So you can be red-green Storm. I have Anarchomancer. Mm. You can be, like, Grixis you Storm. You have Metamorphos in there. Mm-hmm. You can be Grixis Storm. Because uh, I've got uh, Goblin Electromancer. Mm-hmm. And I have... Uh, where's he at? Nightscape Familiar. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We got it all. You can you can storm to your little heart's content. <laughs> Is it like probably every other cube where you will like 
storm off and then lose like every game? Probably. But Probably. will you have a blast? Yes, you will. Probably. It'll be great. Uh, Do you have a first day of class in there? So I did, but I took it out because it was only the only thing I could think it could do was um, was like give your tokens haste. Yeah. I had it when I had Skirk Prospector and Putrid Goblin. Mm. So it could also like combo. I guess that you could still do it with like it's just more colors with like uh what is it called? Uh Kitchen Finks. Yeah, I mean you have murderous red cap too. Yeah. So I guess I could do that. I just I forget what I cut it for. Yeah. Let's look let's look in the sorcery. That's the hard part. Yeah, let's look in the sorcery slot. It might have been pyroclasm. Oh, I gotta fix this. I've tried my best to uh, make sure all the arts are the right art of all the cards <laughs> so that they match the art that is uh, actually in the cube. Yeah. And that was that was the wrong pyroclasm art. That was not okay. Uh, yeah. What like, is the, uh, the right pyroclasm art? Ice Age. Okay. Yeah, you are correct. That is the correct um, pyroclasm art. If you, if you go through the cube, I have done my best to have either the original printing of every card in the cube mm -hmm. or um, an old border version of the card. So like if they have an old version border of the card, I have that or I have the original printing. There's a couple like, um, oh, what are they called? Adventure cards that like I have the, I have the, uh, Currently in the cube is the like storybook frame, but that's going to change. I actually yep. had them set aside to change. The only card that might stay like not original is I really like the new uh, full art Shardless Agent. Yeah. I don't know why, but I really <laughs> like that version of Shardless Agent. So that is the version that is uh, in the cube. Though I must own a... Because here it has the old border version. So do I own an old border version? I might. Tough, tough decisions. But I do have, currently have the full art version in. Yeah. So, but the old version, old border version is very nice. So. Mm -hmm. I like the old border version. But I, I think I, I'm pretty sure I bought some old border ones. I think I did as well. But I definitely have the full art version. That's like the only like full art card in the cube. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I like that for some reason. But, yeah. So, cube, a lot of fun. I thought about putting in, like, the the dual lands from this set. Because mm -hmm. if you put those dual lands in, you get to play Farseek. Yeah, because they have basic land types. Yeah. I mean, the, the snow duels have basic land types, too, right? They do. They do. And isn't, I thought, wasn't there, like, one card that, like, inadvertently mentioned snow? In here, I might have cut it, but it, there might be one. Okay. Um. Uh, like you could also have into the north if you had them, but yeah. this is may, maybe for the uh, maybe for the uh, Twitter verse. Um. I have the the Baldur's Gate gates, mm -hmm. and I have the Thriving Lands. Okay. As my mana fixing, because I feel like they're a little bit more flexible. And the bridges. 
Well, so, okay. I have... Or you, you only have the on-color bridges. I have the bounce lands. All the bounce lands? I have all the bounce lands. Okay. All the bridges. Okay. And then uh, either the um, new Capenna lands that sack to draw you a card. Mm-hmm. Or the uh, Strixhaven lands that, that tap, and scribe. tap and scribe. Okay. And then the Thriving lands. And then past that, I have what would be the slot to be the uh, uh, like the like lands with land types. I have mm-hmm. the gates from Baldur's Gate. Okay. And the Thriving lands. Which are kind yeah. of the same thing. They're kind of the same thing, yeah. Well, they are the same thing. But my no thought... Gate pro- chaos? I worked so hard to figure out how to put them in, but there's so <laughs> few that actually are good. Yeah. And then, like, they just, like... Then they don't fit with anything else, right? Like, if you see right. a... Uh, what is it? Whatever the RAM is. Yeah. Right? That card only is playable if you have three gates or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you, there's like Gatebreaker Ram, That's Gates it. of Blaze, and the there's like a Colossus too, right? The Yeah, the the Colossus, and then the... Um, oh, the Blue Enchantment too is pretty uh, good. Guild Summit. Yeah. Right? But then there's not... Like the older gate payoffs Yeah. are really bad. The thing about gates, though, is if you did gates as an archetype with like those four cards, um, your gates could also be your five color archetype. Mm-hmm. You could they, do that. They could overlap. You know what I mean? Yeah i I've thought I haven't figured out how to put them in. Yeah, because I know we talked about like trying to figure out how to do. Well, gates. maybe we could do that for our arena cube. Yeah, that would be good because like. Our five color will be gates. Would be like gates and like stuff. Yeah. Or like we could like make it like, you know, it could also be kind of like domainy. Mm-hmm. Right. Because like for gates, I guess circuitous route is kind of better than uh, uh, what's his name, Slimefoot Survey. Yeah. Kinda. The like look at the top five cards of your library and put like the best one on top is kind of nutty. <laughs> Um, yeah, but like I tried to figure out how to do gates, but my thought was like, if you were valuing mana fixing, right. And you took like black dragon gate and then like, uh, thriving more, right. That's better for anything. You could be anything slash like they could both be black, white where like one Mm. would be black, white and one would be like black, red. That's true. So like, if you like really wanted to make sure you had good mana, you could take these and just kind of be able to cover whatever mm-hmm. as opposed to like only having one of each, but then there's also all the other ones. Yeah. So yeah, I have 47 lands in the cube. You will, you should take lands. You will, you will need them. Cause like <laughs> there's a hundred and six opponents will have them. Yeah. There's 116 uh, multicolored cards according to the way uh, cube Cobra counts them. Yeah. So there's a lot of gold stuff that you, that you want to be able to cast. Yeah, no, it's fun. Like, it definitely makes it so you, so, like, I pay more attention. Yeah. But I do like the, the, uh, the arena cube idea. Would we, would we have to maybe limit it to, we could, like, make it peasant. We could do a peasant cube, yeah. 
be just like just because like a lot of people might not have the yeah no i think like arena is quickly getting to the point where um like peasant is fully supported yeah like it's big enough yeah and then this, there's a whole different set of Baldur Gate cards to uh, to learn because they're not the same cards. <laughs> that is correct. I mean, we could probably just do real cards. Yeah, we we could we could avoid uh, alchemy. Yeah. And Baldur's Gate, we could just those just don't exist. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Like just ignoring yeah. them because I have none of those cards. Yeah, I have very few. Yeah, it's like mm, I don't want to do that. Yep. So. Yeah, no, that would be listeners of the podcast. Would that be something you would be interested in if, like, you know, we did like a not that our tournaments have been huge, right? If right. one of our if one of our tournaments would just became like a draft, a cube draft, yeah, like we're like, oh, I think that'd be fun. Like, because you can, I just found out about it the other day. You can draft on Cube Cobra, yeah, and then everyone would have their decks. I think you can also, I don't know like if the experience is any different, but what's the site where you can like practice draft draft sim? Yeah. I think you can, I think you can upload a cube to draft sim too. So draft sim. I didn't mean that. Uh, uh, so arena tutor decks, all decks. We can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, but we could maybe do uh do uh do something. Yeah. But yeah, that could be fun. Have another cube to like figure out. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could do like they did uh for uh what was it? Eighth edition? Like the the first set in modern. We have people vote cards in. People vote on cards for the cube. Yeah, somehow Blood Moon gets in. It's like I don't even know <laughs> don't even know how. In the Tron Lands. <laughs> in the Tron Lands. Yeah. So funny, like And two... Summer Bloom too, right? I think, yeah. Two two mortal enemies. Yeah. Blood Moon and Tron Lands together. Yeah. And like it's what the people wanted. Even even through all these years, Troning people is still like a reasonable thing to do. Thanks, eighth edition. I don't understand. I mean, it was Blood Moon. So yeah, says so Blood Moon. Like, still a reasonable thing to do. Yep. So. Yeah. But yeah. So hopefully you guys enjoy the cube update. Uh, yeah. You can. Uh, oh, Greasy drafty drafted the cube twice today. Uh, once today, once yesterday. Okay. I think. Okay, I didn't see the dates. I just saw that you drafted it. But yeah. Yep. There you go. So the links, uh, the link to the cube is in the show notes, and I will probably post it to Discord. Mm-hmm. So you can look at it, and if you want to draft it, draft it. Have a blast! Yeah, it's yeah, so fun. Maybe to... we'll, maybe we'll work on our arena cube, and there you go. Yeah, if that's something that. you guys to be interested in, like it would be a fun like thing to do. We have to I mean, find. I a... might work on an arena cube anyway. Yeah, we have to find a. Uh, a fun black green archetype, a playable black green archetype. <laughs> yeah. It, they try so hard and they all suck so bad. Yeah. I don't know how you fix it. So like with a restricted card pool like that, do you think it'd be best to start with signpost cards 
and then work backwards? Maybe. So when I did this, I had like uh, some ideas of archetypes I wanted, things I enjoyed. So yeah. I first approached it as like, what are the archetypes that I enjoy in Cube? Yeah. And then from that, then I started kind of filling in the other ones. Like I had like an idea of like four or five, mm -hmm. right? Like I was like, oh, I want like blue white. I want like some reanimator ninja y thing. Like I want those. But then it was like, okay, like what what are the red green uncommons? What can I do with these to like yeah. make this like work at all? Mm -hmm. Kind of deal. Oh, and just for good measure, we have Grumgully and Rhythm of the Wild that uh, yes. uh lets it makes it so you can sack your uh uh gosh kitchen sphinx kitchen and sphinx, yep. uh for infinite life or infinite damage yep so i got you covered do it to it i, I got you i got you we, we figured out another way to do it but we make you go into a third color um <laughs> but i think that you could do like like if you wanted like black if you want a black green to be something different, right? Mm -hmm. It could be graveyard focused, but you could kind of like I did a little bit here, put in like uh, reanimator spells. So you well, I mean, you could go like completely the other direction. Also, though, you could be graveyard focused, but not actually care about the graveyard. You could do like undergrowth or delirium or like things that care about the graveyard but don't use it. Oh. Um, writhing necromass. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're not eating stuff out of your graveyard, you're just using it to get discounts and right thing. Uh, if you if you remember, undergrowth was like one of the worst limited mechanics of all time. Well, sure. We but we it can, didn't have citrus supplier. We can make it better. Yeah, we can make it better. Yeah. Or like you could do something like completely and totally different with like, you could have the. Uh, uh, gosh, you could try to do the Kaladesh. Uh, like, you could use Winding Constrictor. Mm -hmm. And there's been a or, couple... I mean, you could probably figure out a way to just make it hard control, too. Mm -hmm. Or, like, make it ramp. You have, like, uh, Leyline, Prowler, and mm -hmm. a couple other, like, uh, Skull Prophet. Yep. It's, like, uh, black-green, like, uh, Mana Dorks. Mm -hmm. Like, you could make all your Mana Dorks black-green. Yeah. And make black green your ramp color and then have green like no mana dorks and do something weird. Hmm. Uh but yeah, you could like yeah, we'll make play around with it a little bit. Like black green definitely has a, the cards on arena that you could just like be the rock. Yeah. Like Shadow Prophecy is how you refill. Yep. And then like, you know, a couple other the black card draw spells and you're just like kill your thing, kill your thing, kill your thing. Resolve it any idiot a sandwich yeah, yeah any idiot and win the game oh for the people at uh, at home uh the orzhov enforcer mechanic that when something dies you get a number of spirits equal to the number after is afterlife isn't that what i said is it what you said play back the videotape dude my computer is not about to do that right now and you're the one recording the video maybe I'm you pretty need to sure say afterlife. afterlife i'm pretty sure I did. okay uh-huh okay <laughs> all all praise to to you uh for for the afterlife uh, get because it was not in my head at all yeah i'm pretty sure that's what i said maybe yeah. i'm wrong 
Someone uh, will call me out if I'm wrong. Yeah. But, like, you know, blue-black ninjas, we have most of the ninjas on Arena, if, like, that's what you want the blue-black archetype to be. Yeah. Yeah, like, we could definitely uh, go hard and uh, come up with a very fun play environment. Yeah, I think it'll be cool. All right, now... Now I want to do this now. I'm like, okay, cool. Once we hang up, maybe I'll just work on a an arena cube. <laughs> a whole nother cube. <laughs> a whole nother cube. I'm not joking about, like, the, I don't know, having the fire cube and then the smolder cube or something. <laughs> the like, ember cube. The ember cube. Like, what? What is, what is before fire? What is, like, rubbing two sticks together, like the proto-fire? Yeah. Like, yeah. whatever that is. We got the stick cube, <laughs> stick and string cube, and then actual roaring fire cube. And just like, yeah, like that would be pre-Prometheus and post-Prometheus. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> would you like to draft pre-Prometheus or the Prometheus cube? Um, we have Mole Drifter on Arena. Like we mm-hmm. can, we can do some things. Yeah. So. All right. And like, as long as people had the, if they didn't have the cards, it wouldn't be too hard with like. Most people have enough common and uncommon wild cards to, like, make things happen. Yeah, I mean, for, like, a draft deck, it's not like you're yeah, burning like, through hundreds of wild cards. And, like, if you, like, were like, you know what, I'm not playing ten of these cards, you wouldn't have to make them. Right, no, you just yeah. craft, like, whatever you drafted. Yeah, the, the 22 card. Well, like, you draft 45 cards, right, and you only play, like, 23. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you're like, well, I'll make these 23 plus, like, the four cyborg cards but i'm green white and i can't like play uh this black card that's in my pool so i'm not even gonna bother Mm -hmm. that could be fun yeah hopefully there's some interest let us know people of the internet let us know how would they let us know they would uh reach out to us on social media with all those links in the description of the uh (laughs) of the episode you're listening to right now crazy yeah. Yeah, get at us. Let Please. us know if that's an idea you guys are uh would participate in. Um so, what else do they yeah. what else can they look out for in the description? They can also look out for ways to support us. If you like the work that we do and you want us to keep doing it, you can show your support by using our TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. I think we were talking in our pre-show a little bit about how typically like a week or two after release is when I usually make my order for a set and we're creeping up on that. Yeah. So if you're going to make an order like I do, probably this weekend, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com and whatever you purchase after following that link, we'll get a percentage of. If you guys want to support us more directly, patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg is where you can go. You can chip a couple bucks in. Again, if you like the work that we do and you want to support us, and uh, you'll get access to a whole nother show of ours, which is kind of less of a show with just us hanging out. Uh, but you also get access to our show notes and you get access to, or not access to, but you get put on my mailing list for when I do givebacks. My givebacks are pretty cool. I think you'll enjoy them. They are. Yep. So patreon.com slash casual MTG. Sign up, chip a couple bucks in and uh, reap the rewards. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So with that, we'll catch you on the internet. We'll catch you on the internet.